Hello, hello, people. Welcome hey, back. It is a new season of Vibration, season two, you guys. Did you miss us? Bigger and better. So today we're going to start off talking about a very special topic to us. Well, um, hold on. Introduce what? ourselves for those who don't know. Oh, yes. If you if you it's the first time you are watching us, first time you're listening to us, I am human. I'm music. And we make up the duo Vibrations podcast where we talk about music and how it relates to our real life experiences. So let's dive right on into our topic today, which is first impressions versus evolution. So we want to talk about <clears throat> when we first find, you know, you know, find that gem of an artist, somebody who comes out and it's like, ooh, like I love the sound. I love what they're talking about. I love what they're offering to the and music that's out there. you know where this is going. Right. So you know the first impression. That's mm -hmm. what you think this artist is going to be going forward versus the artists. And once they do become popular, they start um, earning more stake into their creativity. They have the ability to evolve their music and, and reach into different genres and talk about different topics so we want to talk about which is better um so a couple artists that we uh brought up are recent projects that haven't dropped yes yeah, so we have the weekend we're going to talk about tyler the creator um snow allegra and ooh, oh tinashe yes yes so you know it's a range of music you guys that ranges from r&b and pop some hip-hop elements added into that so we can first talk about maybe the weekend because that's something we both can relate to Okay, because I love the weekend. I mean, I've I've loved the weekend from his from his first impression. I think he set the tone of who he was going to be as an artist. He made it very clear on who he wanted to be. I am more partial to the older weekend things when he was able. Okay, um, but I do not mind his evolution. It okay. is a little bit more poppy than I thought he would go. Right. But the, I guess the messaging is still the same. It's still a very, like, very dark and twisted kind of messaging. Right. I mean, his music started off in a very ethereal place. You yeah. Know, everything about his drug use and why he was using it to mask his emotions. And most of it had to do with his dynamics and relationships. And most of them were toxic. And he talked about how, one, he either dealt with relationships that way or how he, he dealt with getting over it. Or how they were toxic or how he was toxic and how they provoked each other like birds and part one and two i think it's like my favorite okay um so if i'm not mistaken part one he's like i'm just a bird like he's putting it on him like i'm the one that had x y and z going on part two was like oh now it's she's just but like it's almost like a karmatic yes response um and i have to say like honestly the stuff i'm hearing of him now i'd like on a one-off kind of thing. Like yeah. if he's at a festival or if he happens to be, like if it happens to come on, I'm not turning it, but I'm I'm not downloading it. I'm not like seeking it out. Yes. And that's where you said like, which one I personally like the older version of The Weeknd. Um, but I think I just, it's not necessarily the content, I like the sound because it was different. And now I feel like it's more fitting into the mainstream, which is right. fine because right. as an artist, right, it's on time now when yeah. it was innovative when it first came. Yes, out. and I think then he was ahead of his time, right, because it was a very dark sound, and I think that he translated that into a more poppy vibe, right? Because I mean, there wasn't really there was every so often you know pop reached over into the dark elements of music, but this was the first time that we had an artist who was reveling in it. What I will say. Yeah, 
Because I was like, no, nah, Drake. But then I'm thinking, like, it wasn't dark. At least of this modern age. Yeah, it wasn't. Obviously, each decade has its own It wasn't. Um, but no, even then, when I think about it, like, it was a very rock-dominated emotion to be that dark True. and that vulnerable. Like, True. you think about, you have groups like Incubus and, and Nine Inch Nails and, uh, and like, uh, what Nirvana. Like, it was very, like, Green Day, very emo then. Right. Um, but it was all like you're saying though it was sectioned off for a particular genre yeah. of music in order and for he, to reach those elements. and I think because him being an international artist first or being Canadian first like it tra- he translated it to a, um, a, a understanding and an audience that maybe wasn't exposed to that sort of like dark emotion okay um, I agree with that and it, like I said it's, him being international is a different sound yeah and being Canadian, I feel like gave him the opportunity to explore a little more in the beginning because of the fact that mm-hmm. we know we know because you're from a different region, you're going to offer a different perspective in the first place. Yeah, I think that gave him more of a chance. Even for me, I feel like I like the first impressions in stages. I do like the very beginning. The first time I was introduced to the weekend was just a couple tracks before I heard the whole project. Um, you know, the first the first track that I heard was the Aaliyah sample that he had. Aaliyah sample. Aaliyah sample. Uh, what you need? Oh, yes. Got what you need? Got what you need? Oh, that was yes. the first song I had ever heard from him. That impression, I was like, off alone. No one ever what does a lead, and you did a lead in the what right way, need. so I'm yeah. into it. Yeah. Um, and then further listening, listening to his EP, um, and talk about the stories, like you know, particularly his drug use that was very prevalent in the very beginning that he was dealing with a lot of depression. Um, and basically he talked about how it made him feel, what went through his mind, and where he ended up with those thoughts. Um. Uh, and all that to say, the leading to all of the collective EPs, which would have been House of Balloons, mm-hmm. Thursday, um, ooh, and the third one is slipping my mind, but all of it compiled to Trilogy. Yes. Which Trilogy came out, and that was the collection <clears throat> of all of them. And then that's also when Wicked Games started coming around. So I have a question because you yes. brought up Trilogy, which is the, the compilation of all three of those EPs that were dropped separately. Yes. Um, I also think this is very interesting when it comes to an artist's evolution because. I don't really remember an artist prior to him. I could be wrong, and y'all feel free to correct me. Um, compiling things in that way, because then after that you had, now all these artists were doing these really long projects with like two discs, and like Drake just recently did it where he basically took songs he had on So Far Gone, like he re-released that, right. but then like the stuff that we used to download, like. These random singles like um, like Paris Morton and and uh, his version of or uh, what's it called? What's that daggone song that everybody's remade? JoJo remade it. Oh, Marvin's uh, room. Marvin's room. Um, like he put them all and re- and released them as if they were like whole album compilations. Right. I don't really remember anybody doing it before the weekend. It's kind of true because artists now are like. We're just going to dump the things that I weren't able to put out. I was going to make that an album. Here you go. Right. And, that, and that's I was going to say. That's why I like him a stage. You see, with Trilogy, <laughs> Trilogy gave him an opportunity to now re-release himself mainstream-wise. Because every underground, he was already popular. Yes. Everyone knew his music. You know, yes. If you were in college, you knew his music. If you, uh, if you were basically between age groups of 16 to 25, you knew who The weekend was as yes. far as those projects go. As, a, uh, as an underground artist. Right. Now, yeah. the, so, so stages, right? So for me, the second time would have been when he released Wicked Games, the mainstream. Mm-hmm. Now, this was also 
where he was starting to really hone his craft, I feel like, as far as the genre of music he wanted to make. And so the the Wiki Games, what I liked about it is it built this very dark, moody stripper music is what I call it. It is. It's very like a pre-party next door. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, and when he started making those elements, I, I, to me, I felt like no one else had that genre of music. No one had that niche. So it was very exciting to see someone kind of explore that. And so that's, I will say that will probably be my favorite weekend because it was in transition of the underground weekend going into the mainstream. So he yes. wasn't quite all the way pop. Yeah. So like the dark elements is, is something I really enjoyed. Um, I think the, when he got into the pop, Can't Feel My Face was really his, I will say successful pop effort. Yeah. So when that song came out, that song took off in a manner that just, it skyrocketed him into a whole new place. Right. It yeah. had a life of its own, and you know, and I feel like that catapulted to him in a form of stardom that he really wasn't expecting. Okay. And I feel like now that's what influences his music. So as an artist evolution, I feel like it diluted his creativity in a way because there were so many things he started to heal from now that he was successful. And they, it's funny because you saying I can't feel my face, how it catapulted him, that made me realize that maybe, because like I said, content-wise, it's not different. And slightly sonically, it's not really that different because if you look at what compiled trilogy, mm -hmm. he had highs and lows. Yes, he did. Um, but I think, like you were saying, because trilogy threw him mainstream wise, mm -hmm. that when he came out with that, it was like, oh, this is new. And it's like, not really. I just personally didn't like it. I didn't like, I didn't like the way maybe that it was overplayed. I liked him being. Right, but it was finally a song one. Okay, it's a, com a combination of elements. The people who are underground who have loved The Weeknd forever and been waiting for him to get noticed. Yes. The people who were just being introduced to The Weeknd and actually really liked the, the kind of content he was making at that time. Yes. And also him, also us kind of putting him in a position to replace the king of pop. You know, granted, Michael Jackson passed oh. away during okay, so the time was, that so the innovation the elevated the, because you know, remember they um, his visuals be crazy though. Yes, but <laughs> and when I'm saying this, I'm saying this with the grain of salt, people, because no, the weekend cannot replace the King of Papa. However, people were pushing for him to do to do that when because he, did, he stands out so much. Well, but also he did a cover for Dirty Diana when he Michael did. Jackson passed. Oh, and, and I loved that it. Cover, I love that one. It started to get streamed really well because of the fact that people miss Michael Jackson. They loved him. So they supported The Weeknd in that manner, but that also helped him get to a certain level. And now that comparison between him and Michael and Jackson And the creativity started. and having to constantly come up and with I new concepts. And I feel like concepts. that just kind of pushed him back to the forefront. Like, okay, we don't have anyone in the, in the place of this. And you're a black man who's doing pop. So now we need a black man Ooh. to come and be okay. into, into this placement, especially right after that. And we lost Prince. So now we didn't have anyone I see what position. you're saying. So now you know, it's feeling so where it's too leading, boys. Right, to where it's, it's feeling... leading, it's leading to a place for him to become that. I'm not saying it's like that right now because I feel like he's going to have to Or that it even will, life. but it, it's alluding to him being able to fill those spaces, even in, just in music. Correct. Because of the, even now, he did the Super Bowl performance It's last still year. a different sound. That sound is, what he's doing, even though it's a mainstream sound for him, it's still completely different. Right, and it's literally influenced every artist, male or female, it in has, pop now. It has, it has. Because all pop sounds like weekend music, or it at does. least weekend attempt music. Yeah, very um, inspired by right. it. Right. And so let's move on to the next artist. Uh, one of the artists, uh, her name is Tanache. She's an LA artist as well. 
Um, I've been personally following her since her uh, premiere in the mainstream in around 2011, 2012. You guys might remember the song Two On. Now, first oh, impression. Right. Because underground, again, she's another underground to mainstream, back to underground, back to mainstream artist, just like The Weeknd. Yes. Um, she started off underground and she was started off actually in a group. Ooh. Forgive me because I don't remember their names. Okay. However, Keep going. I'm gonna look it she, up. Yes, uh, she went solo and she started to make her own music. And her music was the same thing: very ethereal, relaxing. I spelled it. Oh, yeah. never mind. Google right. heard me. Right, exploring <laughs> R&B, exploring pop. Um, and so when she did two on, of course, it had hip hop elements. The stunners. Yes, the stunners. Exactly. You, it's the, the name itself, you can tell what, what era of uh, music she was in. When it says, when you look them up, they say also in search, New Boys, Ishmael, and Vitamin C. Right, because of the fact that Tanache was dating one of the New Boys I'm sorry. as well. I'm it's not. a lot. It's a lot. It is. New Boys. Right, it's a lot. So with Tanache, right, so now she goes solo. She makes her own music. And again, the same vein and element as The Weeknd. So she mm. does two on, which has hip hop elements, produced by DJ Mustard. So again, first impression, everybody liked her because they were like, okay, you know, right now this era of music is about women being able to talk about certain topics, like going out and having fun and not being judged and for the way we have. She was ambiguous looking. She was very ambiguous. She fit the mold then, you know. And so, and, but you know, and her type of music fit fit for the time that she came out. Mm-hmm. Now, where I feel like that impression confused people because she was bouncing back and forth and what she introduced us with on both ends, underground and mainstream. So when she did the next EP project, which would have been Amethyst, it was back to her underground stuff. Is that still, so Amethyst, which, what's the, what's So the, the mainstream album was called Aquarius. That's okay, the one with two on. What's the one with the blue? That's Aquarius. Okay. I'm not even going to hold you. I kind of stopped after that because I was yeah. really confused. Exactly, because that's what I'm saying. That album was very consistent but in the sound. That but goes, then you get to the next project and everyone's like, I don't know what this is. But that goes to show you, it's like, you have to have a strong sense of who you are as an artist because when you don't, you get bounced around. I don't know. I don't think it was that. I, I think she knew who she was. I think people didn't understand that she had versatility. She Okay. I, well, I will say, well, I will say is that she's very versatile. She knows how to switch her sounds very easily, on no matter what genre it is. Her pen game now, is great. Pen game is amazing. Now, can I say that it translates to where the listener understands that? Maybe not so much because when you hear a song like Two On," and then you hear other songs that she does that are not within the same vein. Mm-hmm. That's confusing. I can agree with that, but that doesn't mean she doesn't know who she is as an artist. It means okay. she doesn't know how to translate that to her audience. She knows the artist that she is, but she, you, okay, so not everyone's going to like the okay, artist. Okay, well, let me stand corrected. Maybe it's not necessarily her not knowing who she is as an artist, but more so the direction they wanted to go for her, like the image they wanted to give her. Okay, I can agree with that. Because, because like I said, the girl's pin game is immaculate. Right. You know, and creatively, she understands who she is, but it's, it's not being translated when you have those behind you, which is why, like, her being independent is, is, um, it's better for her. Yeah. Because um, when she was being backed, it was like you you wanted her to, like I said, she was ambiguous. They wanted her to fit into this this Cassie-ass box of like. Well, she said, she said it in an interview once that, you know, because I'm a fair-skinned woman and I was rocking blonde hair and all this, everybody everybody wanted me to be Beyonce. Mm-hmm. But I, she's like, I'm not that artist. She's like, yes, I am, you know, I, I'm vocally inspired, but I definitely am not on that level as she is. Mm-hmm. You can't compare me to that and ask me to make that kind of music when I don't speak, sing and speak from that place. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's almost so, like what they did with Tori Kelly. 
exactly what they note. did. Yeah. Side note. Yeah. But but all that to say, leading up to the next few projects that she did with RCA, because that's who she was signed under when she started, mm -hmm. um, you can tell, like, the same comment that you made, the statement that you were saying that she was being told who she can be and what she can be. Yeah. So the next few projects, you can see that's what they were doing. They were just trying to test different things that were popular, but never not really truly speaking to what kind of artist she was. And I think that's okay as far as an artist's development to test out the waters, especially, like, if you're new to figure out, okay, do I fit into this niche? Like, do does this sound resonate with me? Does this sound, like, it's fine to experiment like that. But when, and it's fine for your projects to be like different themes and like, it's, it's fine. But there has to be like a cohesive understanding of who you are as an artist. And I don't think that was, she wasn't given that fair chance. No, she wasn't. They, they threw her around <laughs> in different ways and tried to just pick up on whatever anybody whatever. was gonna eat from. And, and not realizing like, the trends you put her on were like five minute things. They didn't last right. long. So like right. when people like, when they think of her, they don't think of like uh, a long standing career because it's always like, it was somebody completely different. It's like you constantly being reintroduced to somebody. It's like, I've seen you before. I've heard you before. Right. I'm not used to this. I, but not even that I'm not used to it. Like, where did this come from? Like, why are you sounding like everybody else? But when I heard you didn't like, it's true. I don't know. That's my personal opinion. I just, I like her, but I think I, I appreciate her more as like a writer. Okay. I feel like that's so. First impression was better for you versus the evolution she's come to now. Most definitely, I, I would say a mix of both for me. I will say, of course, obviously, I love what she started with, but I also, I also like where she's landed now. It's mm -hmm. the, and it, granted, it's still the kind of same thing. She still totters that line of mm -hmm. genres, mm -hmm. and at this point, I feel like that's who she is. She wants to do that. She doesn't want to be cookie cutter. She doesn't want to be exact and perfect. She just wants to be her artistry. And her artistry is a little off center, and I think that's what I enjoy about it. I guess, and so for me, that evolution shows in her music today. Well, I'm gonna be fair. I haven't really given it a fair shot. So yes, recent project, 333, if you haven't heard it. Okay, so I will go check it out and give give it a shot. Cause honestly, I am one of those people who was like, yeah, no, I'm not. Nah, yeah, and plus she's signed to Rock Nation now. So I feel like it's definitely gonna be much better. There's gonna be different financial backings. I think her visuals have gotten better because of that. You know what okay. I mean? Okay. Sometimes well, if, I mean, money changes it. To join the bandwagon, if you're gonna be signed by Rock Nation, then there's obviously something there. Right, you have, you, and also you, you also, get a lot of creative reign with that. You do, you do. They let you really be who you want to be. You if you want a certain visual, you want this, that, and a third, they'll give it to you. Now, so let's move on to the next artist. Um, Someone that you know more than I do. <laughs> Tyler, the creator. Tyler, the creator. I mean, obviously, he's an L.A. rapper um, from the hometown. Mm -hmm. I know who he is. I've heard his music. It's just I will say I haven't invested in his music since 2013. That's actually which probably, is funny. Which I think is actually even stepping it further, but yes. But that is... Part of the reason why I think the evolution for me is like astounding. Cause I did not start off as a Tyler Creator fan at all. I was like, he's really aggressive for no fuck ass reason. And he was talking about some, he I mean, you very, were talking about dark things, but he was but talking he about was things talking that about, were very creepy to me. Very much so. And yeah. I was like, how are you writing a song about this subject? Right. Like, you could be jealous, you could be angry. But to talk about wanting to drag someone's dead body and then it was aggressive, and, right? And then wanting to engage with them in a sexual manner was just very weird. Like it was just like I don't like this language. But again, like you said, there's evolution. So that was my first impression, which I didn't like the first impression so, I had with Tyler the Creator. So I stepped away from his music. So Bastard was the first one. Okay. Um, didn't really. I was like, eh. Why? <laughs> And then we have Goblin, which was again very dark and aggressive. 
but like sonically, I can see you when you listen to the newer things. Like if you decide to give it a chance, you can you can see sonically where it's going. Okay. Um, and then like you said, 2013, which was Wolf. Also, Barry was like, you know what? I'm I'm actually really done with you. And this rapiness and that I've written that was with me and I mind you I took the the break in between bastard and wolf I didn't listen to the middle of the second project convention it's it, it's all very aggressive and yes. very dark but he even in interviews have been like that was a different very different place and like it was painful traumatic almost yeah it, and it's like I don't know how to explain it outside it's just it, it was extreme it was just extreme and then you have cherry bomb which it was getting better, but it okay. was still kind of like, because mm. honestly, when like when you said thirteen, I was like, you're right, because I kind of gave up. Where I picked back up was Flower Boy, yeah, and that's where you started getting more like, okay, so he's he's definitely evolved as an artist. He's he's showing he's always showed his creativity, right? But now it's a more palatable creativity where like right. he's still. He's spitting bars like crazy. He's always been spitting bars, but they're so dark. You're just like, I can't, I can't listen right. to this. And I wonder because also during that time when I gave up on it was when mm -hmm. he met Pharrell and his idol that he's yes. always looked up to has yes. been Pharrell. Yes. So I felt like he, him finally meeting someone who can mm -hmm. guide him and give him creative uh, feedback. I felt like he probably did get it from him. And then also Pharrell probably introducing him to the right people and them all telling him like, you're great. You're good at what you do. Let's just change how you're doing this. And maybe that's where Flower Boy came in, and maybe that showed the softer side of him. It I, again, I think it came. He's like one of those artists that evolves with age, because Tyler's around our age. Yes, he is. Um, and if I'm thinking about time period alone, like when those albums were dropped, it makes it makes sense generational wise. Like, yeah, all music was big. That's what I said. That the weekend, everybody yeah, was talking was, about. Everybody was making very dark ethereal music like that was the niche for us to mix that in with any genre no matter what if it was pop hip-hop for us mm -hmm. we were into that because there was a lot of dark things surrounding us that we all weren't talking about and flower boy gave way to like more explanation of why he was so dark it it it, it really was like a therapy kind of thing yeah there's a flower that grew, grew yeah that grew Liter from the all literal the, darkness the literal concept yeah and then you have igor which i absolutely love and because I love Igor, it made me go back and actually listen to his artistry and not necessarily completely the content. Okay. I won't say I listened to Igor, but I did like the the single, what was it, Earthquake? Earthquake? Yes, Earthquake. Earthquake. You made my earthquake. Yes. Now, I will say hearing that song did make me like, you know, antennas back up a little bit. Like, okay, watch for him. Um, and whatever I do, because again, I don't listen to his music, but the performance he recently did at the BET Awards. Yes, and that's what I was about to say. But that so, was more visual than it was the song. But this is what, this is where he's also evolved. Like, Flower Boy, he's always giving you very different visuals with his music videos. Correct. Visuals have always been out there. I'll give him. They have. But performance-wise, him incorporating the theme of the album to the actual experience, whether it's just a BT performance or um, his festival can't vlog now, where he's the headline, like it's his festival. He sets, visually he sets the tone. And I honestly feel like it's unmatched. The only other person I know that I've had the pleasure of seeing that has had a setup similar where it, the whole, like, the stage is also incorporated in the story will be J. Cole when he did Forest Hills Drive. 
um, because those I feel like were more very more personal. So like they wanted the, you to get the full expansion of the story. And like Igor, it's a completely different persona, which is why the album sounds completely different from anything he's ever done. Like these albums share different personas. And I think from like a very like, you know, if you want to be deep about it, it's like everyone has multiple sides. Everyone has different aspects of them. It's like, depends on what you're going through is that's what you're going to get. And like this, mm. this new project, it's, it has its own theme and it has its own, like it, they stand alone. Okay. Like, I, I don't know his body of work to be something that you should like encompass as like, yes, the same artist. But he has real evolution. He has real evolution personally, musically, and like they're completely different things. Like you can listen to Igor and never have to listen to the other stuff. And you're not, I'm not the same, like, oh, you're missing out. If you don't like shit, you don't like shit. You're not really missing out. True. So we can say that the first impression may make you question if you'll like his music, but, but his evolution is definitely proving that you should listen to him now. Yes. Okay. I can agree to that. Yes. Because I will say I am peaked little bit i'm interested to see where it's gonna go after this. even if you don't like the music you're gonna love the creativity okay visually again i think you'll you love the creativity visuals. and lyrically now you will like it like igor is very much relationship based it was very much about his relationship with another man like it's how this affected him like which do you think do you think people might have turned away when he decided to share that kind of information with the no public? i don't because, you know, I, people are weird, though. Like, sometimes I wish, like, stuff like that that is very personal, don't block that from the person's creativity and what their ability <laughs> is just based on personal things that you didn't know about them. I mean, what they do behind closed doors and who they share their relationship with is really none of your business. I mean, it's not. But also, how can you say that when being a musician, a musical artist, that's a part of your craft. You have to share personal and divulge certain details that you, you don't have tell. to tell. You don't have to, but, but also people do feel interest, privy to it when interest you are will part be of a public, when you are a public figure. Yeah, and interest will be peaked because with music, it's not the same as visuals. Like it's not the same as like film. They're very both creative outlets, but like film, you could just strictly say that's a character and then you leave it there. Hmm. With music, it's like, especially if someone knows you write your music, yeah. Even if you didn't write it, like those anecdotes didn't just come from somewhere. Like you're not singing about somebody else's complete experience. Like there's parts of you in it. That's true. It intrigues. You connect with it because it's your story too. And that's what makes music the universal language. It's like you can always find something to relate to somebody else's story. So when you're talking about these relationships, no one's ever seen you in a relationship. No. But we have seen you interact with, I'm not going to say like known gaming but we've seen how you have like this camaraderie with men that we don't necessarily yes. see you have with other women not just even men let's just, just, just what, general well, same just sex what, relationships yes and i'm not saying i'm not saying like in a sexual way at all i'm just saying like no but i mean, no just for the example just for the public so everyone knows yes it's i'm all saying inclusive. it's all yes it is a very all-inclusive like your friendships because i feel like relationships are all intimate no matter what they are your friendships family partnerships like they're all intimate relationships so we've only ever seen you interact a certain way. And now, you know, you're telling And now you're making personal. basically a love story out of this, your personal experience in this album under a different like persona, different personality, but the way you're going about it seems very personal. Right. And it's, a, and now that's what I'm saying. His creativity like the boy is there. Is I don't gun. deny that. Like, what boy is a gun? Like, I don't what deny you? that. I don't deny the creativity is there. His analogies are there. His metaphors are there. Um, so again, I'm excited to see where it goes. 
I think we can all agree that his evolution will prove it's been extreme. His first impression. It's been extreme. Right, it has. It's been extreme. <laughs> now, I was on your end. I was just like, I'm not listening to this angry ass man yell about these rapey ass things. Yes, it was very That's fine. Neither here nor there. So that brings us to now our last artist, my Snow girl, Allegra. Snow Allegra. That's right. S N O H A A L E G R A. If you do not know who she is, you are asleep. You are asleep. She is probably making. She's probably one of the one of the few R and B makers that I'm enjoying right now. Um, she's, oh, she's been so, hot for a minute. Now. She has been hot for a minute. Yes. She, um, uh, at least my first introduction to her was in back in 2016. She um, had an, a slight endorsement. Was that the feels? I believe. Yes, but was it? I'm thinking of the album that was on. Was that the the, the comic looking one? Yes, where she's yes. Uh, floating in space. Yes. Yes. That was the first time I, I didn't know what she looked like. Nothing. All I saw no, was. No, I thought that album. was a comic, not right. realizing, oh, no, that's her. Right. But Drake had promoted her. And I was like, okay, well, Drake's saying something. Maybe it's got to be somebody. At this point, this, he had put Georgia Smith on, all these different artists. So it was like, you got to listen to him at this point, right? It's really Because, I mean, that speaks for the time. Drake but, had a lot of staking power in 2016. Side note, though. Still it, does. Any but. woman that he's ever met, he's had some sort of relationship with. Now, I'm not saying. No, he's wanted to have a deeper relationship with them. He okay. may have had a friendship with them, but he's always wanted to take it to the next level. Every time. He definitely dated Georgia. D- definitely in Georgia, it wasn't happening. Nope. And I feel like Snow didn't publicly date him. Maybe she did date him. Because I, I definitely feel like a few songs are about him, but that's just me. Yeah, it's speculative. Um, but yes, yeah, Snow Allegra. There is in the lyrics for right. us. Neither here or there, but back, uh, back to uh, 2016. Mm-hmm. So introduced to her, listen to the EP feels. And it's again, it's we are now beyond the start of the dark. <coughs> start of the dark me. R&B. We're now in the thick of it, pretty mm-hmm. much. And you know, her music, I liked what I liked about her voice is that it's very clear cut what the emotion is. Oh, yeah, you're going to feel like, oh, it's sad. She's sad. Yes. I'm sad. Damn. Yes. Her voice is one that definitely translates emotion very well. Yes, it does. Um, and that's what I liked about her. Um, and then, <clears throat> so back in 2016, you know, she she came out, we're in the thick of dark pop and dark R&B, so there's nothing new with her coming into Very the moody, because it wasn't moody. quite dark. It was more now, why you don't love me? Right, but it's dark in the sense that <laughs> instead of instead of it being like sitting in the room dark, I mean like out floating out in space. Now dark. I'm a, like her yes, album cover. Yes, now I'm it's, out in public and the I'm whole world orbit, knows I'm going through this. And yeah. I have nothing tethering me. I have nothing yes. holding me down. And I wanted you to bring me back to earth and keep me grounded. And now you got me lost. Ooh, a message. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Oh, it, yeah. I felt like the visual was very representative. Oh, it was. <laughs> it was a great representation it was of like, what well, it was going to be. You? Right. And, you know, the music, the music there was really, really good. I will say that first impression definitely grilled me. Definitely mm-hmm. like, okay, I want to know who this girl is. Mm-hmm. For um, sure. And to give a little background, like she had been in the music industry for about 10 years at that point, like background singers and performing and doing things, even her solo efforts at different festivals, very underground, um, until she was able to figure out, okay, what kind of music do I really want to make? And I felt like 10 years, okay, let's see, that was 2016. So 10 years and that would have been 2006. That time of music was very particular. You had to be very clear cut on what kind of artist you were going to be. Because if I look at you and you read as a pop artist, you're a pop artist. I'm sorry. You, regardless if you want to make R&B music, regardless if you want to make I'm all this other to music, out a, a we gonna put you where we this. think fits based on the way you look. I'm That's trying, how music was then. I'm trying to figure out a way to say this without being insulting. Because no, say it. It was very corny. Yeah. 
We all it was that. very corny. Like there were some great gems in there because it was like, oh, okay, this is a timeless thing. But it was very like you knew that you weren't going to listen to it after that moment. Correct. Like I, I like I'm. I can't tell you the last time I heard of anything Katy Perry related. No, but I think about how music was also very sheep mentality i feel like yes it that, was like if no one else very liked it you, gum, you very not like it. very right. bright if you liked it you listen to your private time you don't share that with nobody like the more Where real, music yeah. now i feel like everyone curates it for everyone to listen to the more real stuff back then you had to be downloading illegally or no for Live real crosswire no for and it was almost an accident when you found it because think about yes. like what was being played on the radio it was nothing really relatable it was all this shit that was like make you do Right. Everything was very right. Everything was either very deep and house. And everything like, was very street hip hop, yeah. which not everybody could relate to. And I will say, music between two thousand four to two thousand eight, that particular genre of music, there was nothing relatable about it. It was just this is what the music is, and either you gonna listen to it or you not. Yeah, because you know like, I mean? like we had mentioned earlier when I said like when you say oh when I go back and listen to something, you know, you go back and listen to the dream. Yes, it wasn't anything. I was like oh. I'm relating. It was like, oh, this is fun and different. And it sounds way better better than anything else that's out here right now. Yes. That's what I liked about it. Um, And then, so yeah, the bridging that back to Snow, like her having to go through all of that, not knowing what her image is, Mm -hmm. and completing that with her being this woman who doesn't aesthetically fit an R&B mold, saying she wants to make R&B music. Sounding black and not knowing, people not knowing what she looks like. Because she recently just had to come out and be like, I am 100% is it Iranian? Yes. And it's like, and you sound like that? And you look like that? And it's like, and she, yeah. Right. And that was the whole point. No one knew what to do with her in 2006. Yeah. Time, you know, and then jump 10 years ahead. Now she's music running, has changed. People it. are not really caring about that much of your image to be connected to your music. It just needs to be creative. And it needs to be relatable. And it has to be relatable to like, this is my story, not just I'm picking apart the pieces that I like. Right. And I think that's different for her. I think her being an Iranian woman or whatever her racial background is, I think it's great for her to step out of that mold because now she can be the first of her mm-hmm. racial background to take that step and open up the avenue for other artists who are probably making music like her. We just don't know about it. True. You know, I Very think true. about that all the time. Sometimes, like I say it all the time, never be the first. first. You always want to be second, third, or third, or anything or after that because you never, never get the credit. Be the first because you if you're the, the first you're not going to be you're not going to get noticed people are going to be like oh yeah i mean there's going to be the few who are the few diehard fans who are going to know mm-hmm. you but never be the first yeah that's yeah. it and like to speak on her evolution like now coming but so yes the recent project temporary highs whoo she came out the gate first of all the one before that was just like the one that's what i want you around like that oh uh, uh those uh, feels those, again those feels Yes, the like, black and white cover. Situation, like these things are universal. Correct. Understandings. And she and I feel like her first impression went along with her evolution. It did. She's the one I will say among the artists we've talked about today, she's the most fluid for me. Like, it makes sense that this yes. is where she ends up. Yes. And I'm happy the fact that it's taking off the way that it is. Yes. One because it is quintessential R and B. Yeah. But also it's coming from a woman where it's R&B was dominated by men for a very long time. It was hard for me to think about an R&B woman that I was actually like riding for. Like I was like, "Ooh, I'm excited!" Like I'm excited about Snow when she drops things. Like yeah. I'm also excited that her albums are no skips. Yeah, I mean, yes or no for me. I will say 
what I do enjoy about her is that she's not she's not afraid to experiment with her voice. She's like, not. vocally. Like, that's one thing I noticed when I listen to her. And collaborate. She's not great. Because sometimes when I listen to her projects, I may not necessarily like it immediately, but I, what I will respect is the creativity she put behind it. Like, I can tell you had a lot of intention. But at least you go you back this. to give it another shot where that doesn't yeah. always happen. Correct. And I think, you know, so you know, sometimes I know me as a listener, I'm very, can be very... You're particular. I am particular. But also my particular, my particularness doesn't necessarily mean I have the best taste in music. And that's something I don't want to try to, I don't want that to translate. This is not what this is about. No, this it's not, not about being like, a taste oh, maker. You may not even like I just want, the stuff right. that we I like. want to be a fan of music, but also want to be honest about certain things. And, you know, I do feel like as much as I do listen to music and as much as I do follow people, especially particular musician, musical artists that I choose to listen to, that there are certain elements where I can give, I can feel like I have a stake in the criticism and the creative mm -hmm. feedback to it. And I, and again, I feel like with Snow, she's that person that you want to root for. She's the kind of artist you want to see evolve, regardless of whatever the first impression was. Like, it was enough for you to feel like I'm invested. Like, no matter where this is going to go, I'm going to be there and I'm going to support you. Okay, so I have a question. This is this is an impromptu thing. Yeah. Honorable mentions of artists that you feel like their evolution, that, that fit this topic. Because I know that we had listed other artists. Yes. Um, I believe one was her. Yes. Um, I mean, I mean, her evolution. First impression has been very fluid with her evolution. Yes. She knew exactly what kind of artist she wanted yes. to be. She re she took her time. Same thing mm -hmm. in the game for however many years, mm -hmm. ten years basically. Because she was a baby. And she started off and she honed what her craft was. She mm -hmm. was like, I know I make this kind of music. This, this is, is what, what I gonna, want. Right. This is what I'm going to focus on. If you don't like it, that's fine. It's not for you. It's for the people who want this. For her to be so young, she makes very grown understanding music. Right. And it's like, it, it, I don't know if anyone's going to understand when I say grown understand. It's like, for you to be that young, the way she interprets stories and her instrumentation and the way these tracks are done, like it's very like, what the fuck have you been through? Right. She's a very wise, wise-minded young lady. And I, I do feel like her, again, she, what I like about her, why I've always been an advocate for her, for, for her <laughs> is the fact that she stays true to herself. She's the even kind of artist that she was like, I'm willing to, name, like, right. But she was willing to put the risk that even if I don't become popular, I'll have the fan base that understands what I'm trying to do. And I think that spoke louder in the industry because mm -hmm. there was no one who was willing to and take that And this is risk. why I love hers music. Yes. She had an ambiguous, <laughs> she, let it go. She had an ambiguous concept going in. The glasses, the very heavy hair, like the very dark kind of like, yes. and we were like, that's you, but we still don't know what you look right. like. But she said it in so many interviews, which was focus on the music. Which I don't think, uh, coming in people, when you're an artist, they want you to focus on it all. It's the image, it's what people see, it's the music, it's the creative, it's all these things. And she was had enough confidence in who she was as an artist to say, that's going to be all you need to know. That's it. Visually, I will give it to you eventually, but let, let's hear this. She music. dropped how many EPs before people were like, who is this girl? Who is she? What does she even look like? Not realize y'all have been seeing her this whole time. And uh, also her name is exactly what she intended her plan to be, having yeah. everything revealed. Her. That's it. And that's why and, and I feel like she encompasses an all-around vision of what artistry is supposed to be. 
Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think what we talked about today with first impressions and evolution is that sometimes it is hard to pick one or the other. You know, we, we talk about it very avidly, you know, Queen B, Beyonce. She is one who had a great first impression because she was with Destiny Child for so long, so we knew what kind of sound she was always going to make. But her evolution as a solo artist also showed it's, what it's else she could really do. And so those that's the kind of artistry and kind of career that I always hope for every artist out there, no matter what genre it is. I hope that you with, have the opportunity to introduce something new and fresh and that you're willing to take the risk to stand behind it. So Beyonce is one of those extenuating circumstances where it's like she had Destiny's Child. It's her evolution was honestly age. Yeah. It was honestly age. The more and, she matured, the more her music matured. And it was also because she did it kind of like rooted in who she was becoming as a woman. It was shocking. But it wasn't because it's like, oh, we kind of seen this coming. Right. She was like this when she was younger and now she's older. She can actually express it. And she expresses it the way she wants to. So like as much as y'all hear me say, like, I am not a huge Beyonce fan. Shoot me. Whatever. I do appreciate who she is as an artist and I appreciate what she has done because she definitely has taken that and blueprinted how women evolve musically. True. And I hope that my hope is that Again, every artist has the opportunity to explore that and to discover themselves even within their music because mm-hmm. who they will start out as and who they will begin with is not the person they will end up being if they do it successfully. Mm-hmm. And I know I think I think it's a great way to wrap us up tonight. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. This is a wonderful for you <laughs> to see us. We do hope that you continue to follow. If you don't know, our platform is Vibrations. That's V Y R A B I O. Ooh, look at me. I can't spell it. <laughs> B-Y-B-R-A-T-I-O-N-S-S. Two S's because the word vibrates itself. I am human. I'm music. And we will see you next time. Good night, y'all. Good night. <laughs>